Welcome to Wisdom Talk Radio. I'm Laurie Seymour from The Baca Journey, and I'm here today with Peggy Nolan. Peggy Nolan is a successful writer and author with five best-selling books she's co-authored, along with her own best-selling book of poems, Can't Die Mom, which is an amazing book if you get a chance to read it, and if you love poetry, get it. She's a multi-creative whose paintings and crocheted things are in demand. Peggy's a certified yoga teacher and a third level black prigiad in Muay Thai kickboxing. She's an avid traveler, blogger, and photographer who lives in Derry, New Hampshire with her husband, Richard. Together, they have six adult children and five grandchildren to play with and love. I've known Peggy for a few years now, and I've always found her to be delightful, smart, incisive, and a whole lot of fun. She and I were co-authors in uh, one of her best-selling books, The Wisdom of Midlife Women, too, and I'm just thrilled to have her here with us today. So welcome, Peggy. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Lori. It's a pleasure. So let's let's just kind of dive right in, because I want to I want to explore with you, and this is kind of just the opening kind of um, picture, if you will, why you do what you do. Because one <laughs> of the things I notice is is how much you do, and um, I know you have a full time job, and that's not even what we're going to talk about. Uh-huh. I mean, you know, you have your writing, you have, you have your creative expression. And I've noticed that this year you made a really major kind of mm, pivot, if you will, in what you've been doing online. And I'd love to know why that happened, like what happened and what your pathway forward is, because I imagine that that shift is reflective of something in your life. It is, and it's um, it's really been um, difficult for me to articulate, especially when it started to happening. Happening, I knew I was very aware of it, and some of it was a conscious decision. Um, when I went and spent a month in Ireland, when my grandson Pierce was born, I made a conscious decision. I wasn't going to podcast. I wasn't going to blog. I wasn't going to do anything. My focus there was my daughter, my grandson, and I was also working over there. So um, my job, I'm very fortunate to have a full-time job that is um, location independent. Um, and it's not like I go away for big chunks of time, um, but I was able to spend a month there and not doing some of the things that I was doing online really made me sit back and go, why am I doing this? What's my purpose? Mm-hmm. Um, and then over the, the, the next few months, several things happened. I lost my Twitter account and I had like <laughs> 5,000 followers on Twitter And at first I panicked. I'm like, oh my God, these people that follow me on Twitter. And I thought, I don't know any of them except (laughs) money, to be honest with you. Uh And I only interacted with about 122. So um, I thought, okay, there's a sign. I need Mm -hmm. to get offline my 
I teach yoga on Saturday mornings. Uh, so it's an in-person thing that I do. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I started painting while I was in Ireland and I was like, oh my God, where's this coming from? I, I can't draw a straight line with a ruler. You mean you had never painted before? I've never painted before in my life. Wow. And the things that were coming out, people were going, oh my God, that's really cool. And while I was there, my husband bought me this gorgeous easel. It's made of wood and it, it folds up to the size of a briefcase. Mm. Uh, but when you unfold it, it's got the drawers for your paintbrushes and the easel part. And it's just really this cool contraption. And I'm like, okay, he's seeing something that I'm obviously not seeing, but I kept painting. And a funny story is, Lori, is that um, I, when I got back from Ireland, I was painting on wood. My husband had cut up a whole bunch of wood for me to paint. And um, I posted a picture of something that I painted. And I had two people go, is that for sale? I want to buy it. Wow. Wow. I had to walk away and just laugh because I'm like, surely this is a joke. (laughs) It's got to be a joke because I don't consider myself a painter or an artist or anything like that. But then, yeah, I had two people and I had, I sold it to the first person who got to me first with, I want that. And so that painting lives in Kansas somewhere. And I was just like, okay, this is extremely weird. Um, and then, um, I was hit with a realization. Um, I had one of those divine downloads. They don't come every day, but when they come, oh my gosh, I have to pay attention. Right. Mm -hmm. This one said it was this message that I got sitting in meditation one morning that said, you need to keep moving, but you need to slow down. So all I heard was keep moving, slow down, keep moving, Mm -hmm, slow down. mm -hmm. And I'm like, what, what the heck is that? Keep moving, slow down to me. Keep moving is I have one speed and that's, you know, full on. on. (laughs) Yeah. Full tilt. There I go. Mm -hmm. This message was keep moving, slow down. And I I hear how perfect that is for you. How utterly perfect. Well, uh, interestingly enough, um, I had one of those little um, uh, animal, uh, what do you call them? Animal um, like totems? Ad- an animal guide showed up. Uh-huh. And literally, it was a snapping turtle who came out of the pond from behind my house and decided to lay her clutch, her eggs, in my front flower bed. And I'm like, okay, she picked us. Fantastic. I can't plant anything there now. Then I went and I looked up what is the meaning of a snapping turtle. Mm -hmm. And the message that the snapping turtle has is don't push the river. Wow. Keep moving, slow down. Don't push the river, right? Don't push the river. And so I went out and I, 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 I thought about keep moving, slow down. And I'm like, okay, I just need one word that describes that. And the word that I came up with was I need to meander. Mm hmm. Love that word. Meander. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's something that's a challenge for me (laughs) a little bit. Mm -hmm. It's just to meander. So I started doing it in late September, early October. I just started meandering around my neighborhood. And the first time I went out on a purposeful meander, I forgot my phone. And at first I panicked. 
And then I heard this message that said, you don't need to have your phone. You don't need to be connected mm-hmm. while you're meandering. You need to be interconnected. I needed to be interconnected. Exactly. I don't need my phone in what I call the fairy forest, which is just a, a section of woods between um, in our housing development that when you're in it, you can't see the houses on either side. You're in the woods and there's mm-hmm. a stream and I've dubbed it the fairy forest for my grandchildren. And um, I was in there and I, I spent a lot of time there over the course of our fall season. And eventually I did bring my camera out, but not my phone. I brought my regular camera to take pictures mm-hmm. of the changing leaves and to just simply notice more. Because when you, this is one of the things that I noticed and I really had to start being observant and just stop me if I start going down a wandering path. But um, a, a meandering path? A meandering path, yeah. <laughs> one of the things I always notice, and I live in New Hampshire and we have the most gorgeous fall every single year. I mean, the reds, the oranges, the yellows, oh my gosh, all together, it looks like a box the Skittles without the purple. Mm. It's fantastic. Um, but I always notice how beautiful it is when you stand from a distance and you get perspective of all the trees around you. And I'm like, oh, this is really, really pretty. But then I started getting up close and personal with the leaves and I noticed, and the messages that I was getting was they're in a state of decay. They're dying. Mm-hmm. And what you see is you see these bits of color the red, the orange, whatever color, you see um, uh, decaying edges. So the edges are very decayed. Um, some of the leaves have holes in them. They have brown spots in them. Some of them are still a little bit green from the summer, but they're all in a state of decay. When you look at them individually, right? back up, it's really pretty. But then that's when it started to dawn on me. The... Oh gosh, this sounds so like five-year-old-ish, right? We have spring, summer, winter, and fall. But what these leaves were getting ready to do was create a blanket for the trees. Uh, And it was just this really weird thing for me to sit back and start observing this and to notice that I needed to take heed of the messages that the seasons that I live in bring. Mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm not 25 anymore. I'm not in my spring or my summer. I'm kind of going into my fall. I'm 53. Mm-hmm. And I want, and I know that from a distance, things look beautiful. But when you stand up close to it, I, I'm wondering, what am I preparing for? What am I getting ready to do? And I knew that the things that I was doing online were no longer working. They just were not working and they didn't work for me. And they didn't work for me for seven years. And I'm a slow learner. So it took that long to figure it out. And then, (laughs) and then the final message came um, in early December. I lost my entire website. Whoa. Yeah, I lost my entire website. And the thing is, is that I had been playing around with it that that one morning, made some changes to some pages. I was getting ready to launch a program and um, came back that afternoon. And a friend of mine said, he said, hey, look, I'm trying to promote something from your page. And all I'm getting is this white screen. I can't get to your page. 
And I went and I looked at it and I'm like, I didn't get the blue screen of death. I got the white screen of death. And I thought to myself, what the heck? So long story short, my website had been compromised so badly. It was hacked to death by people with nothing more important to do in their lives but hack websites. And I seriously had to step back and go, okay, I understand. This is the message. I am not supposed to have this website. What I do is not supposed to be online. Yes, I still write online, but I now have gone back to my free wordpress.com platform and mm -hmm. it's just it's just a blog that's all it is mm -hmm, it's just mm -hmm. a blog that's it and it gives you that room for expression without having to worry about anything else i i'm not concerned about deriving an income from my blog nothing nothing it's just my it's where i can put some of my writing Mm -hmm. and see what works, what plays well in Peoria, what doesn't play well, and figure out <laughs> what's going to go into my next book mm -hmm. based on what plays well. Um, and it has been uh, just a huge a relief, a release. Um, it's allowed me the time and space to be more creative and um, – if this passed right before Christmas was any um, sign of what I'm guided to do, I make things, I paint things, I crochet things, I write mm -hmm. things. It's to do more of that. Mm -hmm. I, I couldn't keep up with the messy bun crocheted hat craves. I made almost 40 hats. My goodness. <laughs> and the thing is, is that, um, I'll be honest with you, Lori, I made... Not, not that I'm bragging, but I did a little, I did a really quick down and dirty spreadsheet and I did um, an assessment of everything that I sold, tangible things that I sold. Mm -hmm. I made more money in a short period of time doing that than trying to do any of the online stuff. Fabulous. So, so your inner guidance has been, has been supportive and you've been following it. You've been not just receiving that divine download, but you've been taking action based on it, Yes. which I always think is, is so important and, and what people often neglect to do. They'll listen, but they won't follow. They'll ask for guidance, but then say, well, I don't like that guidance. <laughs> I was just, you know, I think the only thing that really surprised me was the painting thing. I mean, I've been crocheting since I was seven, but, um, uh, and it all, it all morphed from somebody going, Hey, can you make this? And mm -hmm. she posted a link of a messy bun hat. And I'm like, Oh yeah, it's easy. I, and, and from that one request, I ended up making over 40 hats. Well, I know that I've started programs based on one request. Yep. Hey, I need to, I need help with this, or I'm ready to learn to a touch. Okay. I don't have a class scheduled, but let me get one on the books. Right. And it, it, it doesn't, it doesn't have to take a, a clamoring throng for us to pay attention. No, it, it certainly doesn't. And, and that kind of, that one request led me to open it 
my own little Etsy shop to put in what I considered my overflow. Of mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, um, I couldn't keep the inventory stocked. Love it. Oh, that's great. So it's really funny. I mean, I had a woman walk up to me or she's a friend of mine. She came to my house and she bought my inventory. She's like, I'll take it. I'll take what you have. And I'm like, okay. <laughs> well, that's, I mean, that's inspiring on so many levels because people think, well, I can't do that. I can't do this. And, you know, when I want to say to our listeners, yes, you can. Can. Yes, you can. You know, if, if, if it's as if we can say, you know, if the thought is there within us, it's there for a reason. It's been placed there. Absolutely. So experiment, explore, you know, get, get creative, whatever and creative means. Exactly. And that, that, that you hit on a word, Lori, that um, I think the listeners need to really understand that the reason I started painting, one, I heard the, it wasn't a call to paint, it was a push. I was being shoved to do something. Right. Um, but I have told myself for a long time, my entire life, that I'm not an artist. But there was that other voice in me that said, oh, this is just an experiment. This is an experiment. See what shows up when mm -hmm. you paint. So every time I approach a blank canvas, it's to me, it's just an experiment. I have no idea. I've had people ask me, well, do you know what you're going to paint when you paint? Nope. I'm in a clue. And that's your own curiosity that you're following, which opens so many doors. Yep. You know, and that, that's the kind of like the little child that's able to explore without having to state what it is they're doing. Yep. I mean, I'll, I'll have people going, well, what are you painting next? I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. You'll, you'll be the first to know after me. <laughs> Stay tuned. I have no idea. I seriously have no idea. And people have asked me about my process, and I'm like, uh, buy canvas, buy paint, get my paintbrush, have some water, paint. That's my process. But, but that's a really important, Peggy, what you just said. Because we can, we can think that we have to create a whole big idea, a whole big process with all these steps and da-da-da-da-da. And that's nonsense. It is nonsense. And, you know, what you've just said is very practical and it's quite, it's quite beautiful in its simplicity. It's, um, to me, it's meandering. It's don't push the river. I don't have mm -hmm. to overthink this. Right. Right. And it's really funny. My cousin sent me a book on watercolors, on how to paint watercolors. And I'm like, you're giving directions to somebody that's absolutely clueless about the whole thing. <laughs> but what I did do is I bought watercolor paint. Yes. And I brought, the tools. and I brought it with me to Florida. So I was like, today we're going to experiment with watercolors. I have no idea what's going to happen. Yeah. And isn't that the most precious place to be in? It is. It's kind of fun. Yeah, yeah. And actually, because so, I'm just like, I don't know. <laughs> so what's that like for you from on the inside? Because I think that's the piece that, that people um, maybe need to understand. When you're there, you have a, just an idea about doing something. Okay, I'm going to experiment with watercolors. What does that feel like on the inside? Well... It feels 
Hang on, playing. <laughs> from the Navy base ah. and not only that but if the planes are following route one we're like two bl a block and a half from route one uh, they follow route one into the Key West Airport so mm -hmm, mm -hmm. <laughs> tough so, life you're having there <laughs> it's really nice so I just want to make sure that okay yeah plane just landed okay I can hear it land um, you asked me what it feels like for me when I'm going to experiment with whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, I have, it's exciting actually. There's like this little bit of excitement of, it's play. It's exciting playfulness stuff. Mm -hmm. It's like, I'm going to try this and I not attached to the outcome. I just want to see what happens. I mean, colors are cool and it's kind of, you get to play with different things and see what happens and you got paper. Yeah. And for me, it's like, um, the paintings that I was doing uh, with my acrylic paint, I can turn acrylic paint into watercolors by just taking a spray bottle. Neat little trick that uh -huh. I, or just adding more water to it. Mm -hmm. um, and then I would just watch the colors drip together. And I would go, that's cool. <laughs> really cool. Mm -hmm. Or I'd take a sponge and um, sponge um, where I, I'm moving in the house because the Navy's flying around. Uh. <clears throat> um, and sponge some of my, the paint to see, because it would leave different textures. And I'm really interested in getting texture to show up on the canvas. Wow. Just, so with, with doing all of that, what do you notice is changing within you with allowing yourself to do that? Well, I think, I think what happens is that um, I'm allowing myself to be creative. I'm allowing myself to simply see what happens. I'm allowing myself not to judge. Um, and I'm allowing myself to ask a very simple question. What next? Mm. Um, and, and it's funny, usually it's like, I know when a painting is done, when I, when I step back and go, huh, that's interesting. That's kind of like my signal that, okay. that, that something's done. Uh -huh. But when I step back and I go, huh, I wonder what would happen if I did this. And I just try it. Yeah. And so if I can step back from that for a moment and, and reflect back on when your blog went down, your website went down, uh -huh. and your Twitter account was whatever. Um, that was kind of like a, huh, 
it, it forced you into being with what's next. Okay, that's done. And this and what's next. Now you're in shorter um, uh, iterations of, of life, you know, of, okay, I've done this. I've done this painting. And now what's next? That's complete. Sometimes we get caught into a project and we're in it for so long and we can't see our way out of it to say, to know it's complete. Mm -hmm. A relationship, uh, a, a, a work situation, right. um, whatever it might be. A way of looking at ourselves, a way of identifying ourselves. Oh, yeah. Very good insight, Lori. Uh-huh. So there you are with continually operating from that place of, okay, I've done this, and now what's next? Mm -hmm. That's really quite an amazing place to be in it, because it's, it's really the essence of creativity and creating your own life. It is. You're absolutely right. And the thing is, is that it's really funny. I never really looked at it that, that way. That's why having these conversations is so awesome um because yeah uh having the things happen like having the website go down um i was already getting there in my head that that it was done i was done mm -hmm. but i was so wrapped into it and i had so much time and energy and goodness money tied mm -hmm. into it that um there was a part of me that was unwilling to let it go because of the time and financial investment in it. Mm -hmm. um, but then when it crashed and gave me the white screen of death, I knew that it, that it was done. Yes. Yeah. Well, we're often pushed when we're, when we're unwilling to move forward and the universe has a bigger picture or a different picture for us. Sometimes we'll get rear-ended, <laughs> you know, and, yeah. and that was your way of getting rear-ended. I have a friend that got rear-ended three times before he was willing to actually stop and, and look at his life and what he needed to do differently. Wow, yeah. So, yeah. And, and you know, just to make sure that the, the universe knew that I heard it loud and clear, um, the, the funniest part of the story is that I have an external hard drive where I keep everything. I have my, all of my content, my images, everything is on this one terabyte external hard drive. Mm -hmm. Well, the USB connection, not the USB thing that plugs into the uh, laptop, mm -hmm. but the connector point on the, on the hard drive itself broke. Oh, dear. <laughs> And then you can say, I, okay, I give up. <laughs> and that's kind of what I wrote about. I was like, okay, dear universe, I hear you loud and clear. You didn't have to break the connector thing. <laughs> Seriously, but I get it. And um, I was fortunate to get a new uh, casing around my hard drive so that I can use it again. I'm like, right, right. I'm not going to start a new website. I promise. <laughs> my WordPress.com site. That's it. Uh, I love it. I love it. Well, you've written a lot of books, you know, or books that you've, you've co-authored. Um, you've done your own book of poems, Can't Die Mom. Do you have any plans to publish anything new this year in 2017? What are you I working do. on? I do. I am working on my second book of poems. 
Um, and it was uh, something I started doing over the summer. Uh, I got it into my head that I needed to go back through my journals because in between the pages of my journals are all these lost poems that I've written, but they're trapped in my journals. And I was gifted this lovely, beautiful journal um, from our editor, Bryna. Mm -hmm. um, and I decided that I was going to capture and free all of my poems and put them in this one book. Mm. And, um, so there was this whole thing of each poem right now is handwritten. They're all handwritten poems, but they're in this one place now, not stuck in the prisons of <laughs> 50 different journals. Mm -hmm. um, and this coming soon, I'm going to start putting them into um, a document uh, so that I can do the self-publishing route again on Amazon. But um, I'm going to have a little bit more forethought to what I do and a plan. There will be a plan around this book. Um, it's tentatively titled Light on Leaves. Um, there's many poems that came out of my meandering during the fall. Mm -hmm. um, my own artwork will be on the cover. Um, but yeah, I'm targeting right now June of 2017 to uh, publish. Wonderful. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I look forward to it because I so enjoyed Can't Die Mom. And um, I, I'm, I hope that our listeners will, um, you know, take my word for that and go check out Can't Die Mom on Amazon. Oh, yeah, it's there. Yeah. 99 cents if you have Kindle or a Kindle app. Ah. 99 cents on Kindle. There you um, go. I've got it for $7.99 on Amazon if you want it in a paperback. Would you share with our listeners how they can be in touch with you? Yeah, I would love to. Um, you can find my website at PeggyNolan.com. That actually redirects you to my WordPress.com site. Um, but just go to PeggyNolan.com. Um, I am on Twitter. Uh, <laughs> ha. Ha. I have like 200 followers and I love it. Um, yeah. Uh, I'm Peggy Nolan underscore. Mm -hmm. uh, let's see on Facebook. You can, f I have two ways you can find me on Facebook. I have a group called pathways to possibility. It's a private group. So you do have to ask to join. I don't automatically add people you have to request. And then I add you. Um, and my, I have a page it's called created by love created with love by Peggy Nolan. Um, you'll see my, my artwork, my paintings are out there, um, as well as um, all the stuff that I crochet. So I crochet hats, headbands, scarves, blankets, baby sets, all that kind of stuff. Great, great. Yeah. And, uh, and your podcast? My podcast, yes. My podcast is on um, iTunes. Um, it's called Pathways to Possibility. Um, and I'm also, uh, you can find it on Podbean, which is my podcasting host. Pathways. Like, like mine. That's yep. great. Yep. I'm there. <laughs> great. Well, th thank you for sharing all of your pathways to possibility, which is what, how I feel like our conversation has meandered, um, is, is through all of that. Because when 
when you're willing to be connected as you are and to take action as you have based on that inner guidance, that inner direction, that for me is, is the way that life works. Yes, absolutely. So thank you again, Peggy Nolan. Thanks for being with us, our listeners today at Wisdom Talk Radio. And remember that you can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, and Podbean. So subscribe now so that you don't miss a thing. This is Laurie Seymour from The Baca Journey, and I'll see you next time.